All right, episode five of the Hot Brick Podcast. Travis Sedan and Spencer Maddox back again, still quarantined. Uh, my mustache is growing extra long now. It's trying to do a stash for sports. It's not going well, especially when I try to wear my mask out in public. Spencer, how's the uh, how's the latest for you in, in coronavirus? Dude, I've, I've got facial hair for the first time in my entire life, really. I mean, wow. Yeah, it's it's still it looks awful. I won't lie, but I mean, it's there. I got a neck beard. I got a neck beard working. Yeah, I've been silver coronavirus linings here. Silver linings for sure. We're seeing what um, the potential is for that, at least. Yeah. All right. Uh, today we're recording this on Monday night, April sixth. Um, you're probably listening to it on Tuesday, April seventh, or later. But today we found out the Masters rescheduled, so we'll have on Winston Wilcox from the Augusta Chronicle. I talked to Winston. Um, who I used to work hand in hand with uh, throughout the year. Uh, Winston's a reporter at the Augusta Chronicle, and he had some information on the Masters. So I think you guys will enjoy that. Um, it's only like ten minutes long, so you'll hear that at the end of the episode. Um, Spencer and I will do a all-time YouTube videos draft. So what we'll do is we'll do uh, Spencer will go first, I'll go second and third, and we'll alternate from there. Uh, we're gonna have our five what we think are the best YouTube videos of all time. So uh, by the end of it, each one of us will have a roster of five YouTube videos. We'll post those to let you guys critique them and decide whose is better. Um, We'll talk about the Masters a little bit also and some stuff from the NFL, including uh, Cam Newton, still a free agent, kind of got screwed by the Panthers, but we'll get into all that a little later. So thank you guys for listening. Um, We'll start, Spencer. You want to start with the YouTube YouTube videos draft? Yeah. So I'll just I'll jump right into it. My first overall pick. I'm going unforgivable, unforgivable Damn. one. Yeah. I'm. I was just. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wanted to go first. Um, absolute classic. Bring me some waffle fries. Expletive. 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 You know what the deal is. Yeah, that video is all time. Probably one of my all time favorites. That's a 2006 YouTube video. That's an OG you. YouTube video, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot of these are on my list. And and Spencer, just to fill you in, like I have eight written down here with the years they were made. Almost all of these uh, are pre 2010, which is weird. I think that says more about YouTube videos than anything. Well, else. yeah, Facebook <laughs> and Instagram came in like short term videos, you know, or uh. Shorter, uh, shorter time videos came in roughly around like 2012, right? Like we got Vine and stuff like that. that yeah, popular. yeah, things like the that. long form videos got less popular, but I'm I still have a special place in my heart for them. What's your number one pick? All right, so I'm drafting second and third. We'll alternate from there. I'm trying to decide if I want to draft based on the best videos or based on what I think you're going to draft. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm. I drafted based on what I thought you would draft with the number one overall pick. So, if that tells you anything, all right. So, are you going right. talent or are you going need here? I think I'm going. I think I'm gonna go based off of what I think you. I'm gonna leave the ones that I don't think you'll pick, so I can try to nab them later in the later rounds. Looking for value picks. Value. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna go with my number one overall pick. I'm going to go Leprechaun in Alabama. Oh! Yeah. I'm going to go Leprechaun in Alabama. Could be a Leprechaun. Could be a crackhead. What we have here is an amateur sketch 
of the Leprechaun. That's one of my all-time favorites. That one is, and I can't believe this, that one is 2010 when Leprechaun in Alabama came no out. No way. That one's older than that. Yeah. That's 2010, bro. That's. I think that's the last iteration we got of it. That's like the last update. There's no, or the last uh, upload. Because it had to have gotten it's down a few times. Well, it's 127 million views. Yeah. True. I mean, well, the unforgivable right. one, the unforgivable one, the same thing happened. It wasn't the original uploader. He like took his videos down for whatever reason. I guess. It was... Well, yeah, and that that was a series too. So like all of those put together would have hundreds and hundreds, yeah. and hundreds of millions True. of views. Uh, my personal favorite is Unforgivable Number Two, but we'll group all those together. All right, so you took Unforgivable One. I'm taking Leprechaun in Alabama with my number one pick. <laughs> To start the second round. Everybody see a leprechaun up in the tree say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get that backhoe and get that goal. All right. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with. I like turtles. All right. All right. I like turtle. I like turtles, kid. An all-time classic. Uh, I like turtles was in 2007. So that makes me feel old. Yeah. You've been um, quoting that for 14 years now, dude. Yeah, that little zombie kid just got it. He threw the reporter for an absolute loop. The the reporter had no clue what to do after that. Um, she just wanted to know how he liked the carnival, but he <laughs> said, forget that, I like turtles, which is awesome. I like turtles as well. Uh, what's your second-round pick? I'm going uh, Antoine Dotson. Damn it. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going with that one. Hide he's, your kids, hide your wife. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up. I also uh, <laughs> with the uh, I went with the song remix as well. You know. Oh, okay. So you're remixing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've heard the song remix, right? That's the best part. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your life. Original for those wondering. 2012. <laughs> so, really showing our age here. All right, my third round pick. Let's see. I'm going Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins. God damn it, Leroy. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins, an all-time classic. Absolute uh, classic. Came out in early 2006, Leroy Jenkins did. Excellent. Excellent pick there with the third round. I'm going the Mighty Putty Dub from Djibouti, Djibouti Dubs. You might not have ever heard of this. It's a, it's a Billy Mays overdub, and it's so <laughs> perfect, dude. Mighty putty here. Right. It's gonna fix, flex, and seal all your problems. Look, look <laughs> go ahead, go ahead with your board. anything. Billy Mays is awesome, Dude, though, right? So good. Mighty putty. I never thought I'd be writing that one down. R.I.P. No doubt. All right. Uh, for my fourth pick. I'm gonna, and that was a gimme there, dude. Like you, you just opened up a lot for me here. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decide. I'm gonna go with seven-year-old steals grandma's car and goes on a joyride. Uh, also known as hood rat things with my friends. <laughs> also known as smoke on real cigarettes. Uh, that's from 2011. Uh, one of my one of my all-time favorites and. I think really underrated YouTube video of all time. Excellent. That's fourth round value. That is fourth round value. Well, so what am I on now? Round five? Number four. I'm still on four? You got Unforgivable, Hide Your Kids, 
Billy Mays, Mighty Putty. All right. So I'm going to go with the Pete Weber, the two Pete Weber videos. I lumped them, oh, I lumped them together. Nice. Yeah, the bowling guy. Because somehow this guy went viral not once, but twice. And he's also a championship bowler. He's also like a really good bowler. Yeah, yeah. and one of the best of all time, by my estimation, what I can tell. This guy bowls, bowls a strike to win it all and then says, who do you think you are? I am. And then not like I think it was like ten years previously, he's holding up a trophy and the trophy just, just falls and he starts crying right in the uh the trophy presentation. Hilarious. Pete Weber. What a character. Who do you think you are? I am Who do you think you are? All right. Uh I'm gonna go and there's kind of a theme developing with my roster here. Uh I'm gonna go with another kid. I'm going to go with the apparently kid. You, apparently. You did go for youth. Yeah. So apparently kid, 2014 video, classic, 60 million plus views. Um, this kid is that. also getting getting interviewed by a uh, reporter. And he just keeps saying apparently. He ended up being pretty famous. He went on the Ellen show later on Whoa. after catching fame with this apparently. Yeah. He just used the word. He's just like a seven-year-old kid using the word apparently completely wrong and and dozens of times uh, in like a one-minute interview. He just keeps saying apparently. So I'm going apparently, kid. So my roster is Leprechaun in Alabama. I like Turtles. Leroy, Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins in the third is incredible. Uh, hood rat things with my friends and apparently, kid. So you got one more. All right. My, my fifth round is a sentimental one for me. Uh, it's actually like it hasn't been viewed a lot on YouTube. I saw it on live TV, uh, Fox, the Fox Sports South broadcast with Jerome Jurinovich and Brian Jordan. A guy's holding up a Bryce Harper little baby jersey in the back, and a security guy runs on on to the set and just busts his <laughs> ass, dude, right in front of everybody, and then hops up, like pulls his pants up. And like doesn't know what to do and just walks back. It's just brave security guy face plants. One of the best videos you'll ever see. And they put it in slow mo, dude. Excellent. <laughs> so what do you need to type in to see that on your Brave YouTube? security guy face plants. Just like that. That's excellent stuff. So your roster is unforgivable. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Billy Mays, Mighty Putty. Uh Pete Weber the Great. And Fox Sports South, Brave Security Guy, Face Plants. Yeah. That's not bad. So some of the stuff on my list left off in this draft. Keyboard Cat, 07, Greatness. Uh, and Charlie Bit My Finger, 07, is also uh, a pretty memorable yeah. YouTube video. I didn't go for any of the cute ones. I didn't want them on my yeah. roster, but I mean, if we're talking all-time greats, I'm trying to win this thing. So we're going to post these and, and let you guys decide who wins. Um, can you think of any other ones that were left off? I, you reminded me with the brave security guy thing. Uh, you reminded me of Dan Marino. Oh out. man, I didn't think about that one. I probably should. But see, that's not a classic YouTube video. And we had and like, like that's a CBS Sports TV thing, and then it just went on YouTube. Yeah, and that's how people viewed it. But that's not really like a YouTube video. In yeah, that's you know? why I waited till the fifth round to throw the brave security guy thing in there. But yeah, Dan Marino freaking out, that's worth your time for sure. He was on a bye week, by the way. 
That's more of an outtake. I, um, I'll, I'll take it as a YouTube video. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's a must watch, and it's short enough. Like it's one of the ones that are short enough where you can just watch it a thousand times in a row and not think twice about it. All right. All right. What do you want to? Um, I know you wanted to touch on the Panthers GM Marty Herney, uh, who spoke with uh, local reporters today uh, over a, a video call or or an audio call or whatever. But the the gist of the conversation revolved around Cam Newton, um, and I know you had some takes on it. So I'll let you start. Uh, well, yeah. That. Did you get to see? Did you get to read the article at all? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I read the transcript of the call. He says they, the the headline was Panthers GM gives explanation. And then he goes on to basically say, we we respect Cam so much. We just, you know, this was the toughest decision I ever had to make. And he gave no explanation. I mean, the explanation was clear. They wanted to move on from Cam Newton and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to get a different quarterback. But they didn't say that at all. And they didn't. There was no explanation, and it was such a cop-out. This entire thing, looking back on it, this this phone call today made me feel like he was the most phony GM I've ever seen because he, right off the rip, whenever he said, we're going to let Cam have a trade, we're going to allow Cam to look for a trade, Cam wasn't looking for a trade the entire time. So he could, this guy comes off manipulative, manipulative as shit to me, and – I wanted to hear your take on it as well. Yeah, I think the timing of Cam Newton's cutting struck a lot of people the wrong way, right? So he's cut in mid-March, and they could have cut him earlier. Now, Herney today explained or kind of tried to explain uh, that away. So to a reporter that asked why cut Cam Newton when you did instead of cutting him, say, two weeks earlier before – a lot of people sign. So when Tom Brady is signing with the Buccaneers, uh, the Panthers still at that time had rights to Cam Newton. Um, and when they cut Cam Newton, uh, the next day they signed Teddy Bridgewater. The next yeah, the day. Very next so, day. When, so when Marty Herney says that they really didn't know if they were going to cut Cam Newton and that's why they waited for so long, that's complete bullshit. And I think most Panthers fans will know that. Most NFL fans we'll be able to read through that but if if you truly didn't know whether you were going to re-sign cam and you didn't want to cut him and that's how that's how much respect you had for him that you had to keep battling with yourself then you really only it really only took you 20 hours to decide on his replacement or no what probably happened marty was that you cut cam newton right when you knew that you had bridgewater pretty much on the gaps and that's when you felt safe cutting cam and you got he's He's the best player in franchise history, right? Uh, other than maybe Steve Smith? I would think Steve Smith, yeah. But, I mean... Julius Peppers, maybe? Uh, you can't put it... I mean, I don't know. Cam Newton took him to a Super Bowl. Yeah. It didn't go well once they got there. I'm not saying Cam Newton's a Hall of Famer, but, I mean, he's the most... I think, yeah. I mean, he's definitely up there in, in the franchise history, for sure. And if I'm an NFL player, I'm seeing how he was just treated... And I'm saying I'm never going to Carolina. I wouldn't go to Carolina in the first place. But I'm saying I would never go to Carolina, especially if I'm a quarterback. Especially if I'm a rookie that wants to get drafted. Fuck that. Right. And and what also struck me as weird was that the guy that replaced Cam Newton last year, kind of, you know, by chance, 
Allen, he gets dished to Washington, no problemo, for a fifth-round pick. But it was so hard to outright release Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, if they, you know, if they wanted to do what was best for him, they would have given him time. Uh, they would have cut him earlier. Um, and they knew they were going to cut him all also, Yeah, also uh, so, it seems like – it seems like something personal because Teddy Bridgewater is a worse player. Like he's never had, he's never been better than Cam Newton coming out of college. He wasn't better than Cam Newton in his first six years in the pros. He hasn't been better. Maybe seven years in the pros hasn't been better than Cam Newton. I I don't understand. And it seems, it seems like there's something spiteful going on in Carolina. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of this GM. Yeah, well, in all honesty, though, you're not a fan of the Panthers in general. No, but I mean, I'm a, I was a Cam Newton fan. I liked him. So uh, the Falcons finalized their one year deal with Gurley, which I am a huge fan of one year deals. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> just to clear this up, Teddy Bridgewater got a cool three-year, $63 million contract from the Panthers. Now, Cam Newton's going to get more than that wherever he goes, but maybe it's not exactly he's like – He's probably going to have to gonna... sign a one-year deal himself with the way everything's shaping I think with out. all this coronavirus stuff, yeah. he might end up doing it. But at the time that they cut him, I don't know – like, I don't know that they were that evil in their intentions, that they waited in order to – make sure that Cam Newton wouldn't get paid elsewhere. I mean, what do they care if Cam Newton gets paid elsewhere? I think they were just set that they weren't going long-term and they weren't going to yeah. go enormous, enormously high. Well, yeah, I don't Newton, think they were trying which to. Is, which is fine. But, I don't think he was trying to keep money out of his pocket by any means. But, yeah, it, I, it wasn't a good look to me. Who's the best team in the NFC South right now? Ooh. I said, you can make a legitimate case for every team in, in the division, I think. Sands, Panthers, yeah, maybe. not the Panthers. I'd probably say the Saints. I it probably goes Saints, Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, maybe. Yeah, and that that division just always so wild. Yeah, me. it's wide open this year, but I mean, it's football, so you yeah. never know. Um. All right. Other things in sports: uh, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett in the twenty twenty Hall of Fame class. Uh, I didn't really have too many thoughts about that. Those are the headliners. Um, but I, I think, and we talked about this last episode with Malik Ben Levy, episode number four. Um, I think Kobe Bryant going in is going to even further increase the, I don't know, just the sentimental ranking of him as one of the three or four or five best players of all time. And he's not. I, I mean, he never was considered that before he died. But it, it is going to be weird having Kobe Bryant inducted and then no one – or, like, him not giving his speech. Because, you know, that speech would have been yeah. legendary. Um, how boring will Tim Duncan's speech be? <laughs> I think it'll be comical. I don't know if it'll be boring. I think it'll be so boring that it's comical. There we go. Right, yeah. Like you can't yeah, look away. exactly. It'll it'll give us a few soundbites. Um, I always thought Tim Duncan would be good on one of those sleep podcasts, like the one of the podcasts that like put you to yeah. sleep, with maybe like some rolling waves in the background or like <laughs> rainforest sounds. And he's just talking about I think like Tim Duncan's rebounding agent, and dude, You just found the perfect sponsorship for him. <laughs> uh, and the whole time he's just talking about bank shots. <laughs> 
Uh, Garnett, does he go in as a got to be Minnesota Timberwolf, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, th- I would think. I'm not... You can go in with a generic jersey. I think a lot of people have done that. It's just like they're still going to list that you played with the Wolves and the he Celtics. Played with the Celtics. Like, he, he played with the Celtics almost as long as he played with the Wolves. Though correct? Oh, I guess he played with the Wolves for about ten. No, years. I mean it was. I think it was eight years. Eight years for the Celtics. I think it was, no, I think it was eight years difference. He played for the Wolves with for about eleven years, I think. Yeah, I mean, but he just didn't win. Yeah, and they won. They won a championship with the Celtics, and they went. They had a couple deep runs as well. I would probably go with the Wolves though. That's the the you know they'll they'll welcome you back after that. I think they probably welcomed him back in general, but I don't know. I'm not in touch with the the people of Minnesota. I think no, yeah, we gotta. I think what's sad. The the only thing I wish is I wish uh, Vince Carter had retired a few years earlier. One because we would have lost less games, but two because I would have liked to see all those guys go in at the same time. Maybe AI if he had stuck around a few years, but. That yeah, it'll be it'll be weird not having Kobe there for sure. Do you think someone's gonna give a speech for Kobe? I would say probably Vanessa. Yeah, his wife Vanessa, maybe Phil Jackson. Yeah, I just it's just yeah, it's just hard for someone like Vanessa to talk. I mean, it's a basketball Hall of Fame induction. It's not yeah awake. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna want to hear story. I mean, maybe Shaq. Maybe yeah. I don't. That was a little too. I don't know how that would go over. Kevin Garnett played. Kevin Garnett played fourteen seasons with the Timberwolves. He played six with the Celtics. Uh, two with Brooklyn, unfortunately yeah. for him and everybody else. Yeah, that was a sack. Uh, career eighteen points per game. He was. He was just an absolute animal. Psychopath as well. Um. All right. Yeah, he was. Anything is possible. Um, Speaking of psychopaths, what in the hell was Rex Ryan thinking calling Amari Cooper a Turk? And then then he comes on right afterwards, like maybe an hour later, and just gives this weird, like, sad apology as if Amari Cooper cares what Rex Ryan calls him. I mean, a turd is (laughs) – that's one of the all-time old guy curse words. Calling another human being a turd. And it's like, dude, you at some point Amari Cooper was on Rex Ryan's fantasy team and he just screwed him. That has to be the only way yeah, I, that you get to Has Amari turd. Cooper ever played for Rex Ryan? Like what was what was the I'm not sure. What was the context? I actually didn't Well see, no, he never he never did it in the pros. I didn't get to see that video. I, I don't understand what what was the context? So Amari Cooper signs a five-year, one hundred million dollars. Yeah, I saw that. The Cowboys. Yes. Essentially, and that is just side note here. That essentially, you can mark Dak Prescott down for being a free agent after next year. Uh, Amari Cooper gets five years, one hundred million. So they bring on an NFL analyst named Rex Ryan to break down, you know, why the Cowboys did it or if it was a good move or whatever. Rex Ryan didn't like it. He didn't think it was a great move and. And he said that he would never give a turd like that a hundred five years, a hundred oh, million dollars. And Amari Cooper's not like an off the field, he's not like exactly yeah. a diva receiver. I mean, he is a receiver, so there are some diva traits inherently in him, but 
I mean, it's not like he's like Des Bryant. Yeah, I would never give a turd like that a hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think of some other old guys. Yeah, I've got a few. Uh, Punk, right off the rip. If you want to go a little punk, like you know, sometimes they go a little racist with it and they go thug, which. Yeah, thug. Thug is always a hard yeah. word for sure. LeBron. Yeah, Jim like Bayline said that this year, didn't he? Wasn't that him? In the Cavs locker room. And then tried to. Oh, Jim Bayline. I don't know if I don't, That's or, part of the reason uh, he got fired. And then uh, he tried to say he, he tried to say that he was calling them slugs, not thugs. Idiot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go ahead and lean into it? Yeah. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, I'm old and white. Whatever. I said thug. Old white guys just have the worst way of doing it. Phil Jackson one time said that uh, that the Lakers had just lost a game to the Spurs. And you were, you might remember this, Spencer. They lost a game to the Spurs and got torched. And he said that there was more penetration on their end of the court than broke back now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to talk about the, the posse comment. No, that's hilarious. I've never heard that. Yeah, he said they gave up more penetration than, than in Brokeback Mountain. Uh, so not good on the dribble drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's close it out with the NBA is getting extremely desperate, and I think it's hilarious. Uh, have you even bothered to pay attention to any of these video game matchups in 2K? I watched a little bit of Trey's. He beat Harrison Barnes by, like, 40. I think if Harrison Barnes – Trey Young murdered Harrison <laughs> Barnes on national yeah. TV. I feel like if Harrison Barnes had won that game, you would be a little bit more into it, wouldn't you? No, because no, because that's how little I care. Kevin or Harrison Barnes is a golden god on the basketball floor. We know this. Top three but... Kings player on the roster, absolutely. <laughs> uh, top three no. all time on the roster. In, Maybe not even top, top four ever? Kings player, current roster. Maybe top five. Loki might be better than Kobe. Eh. He probably could shoot a little better. So, <laughs> uh, Harrison Barnes gets murdered by Trey Young on national TV. Uh, and then, I guess they rank these players, Spitzer. They seed them by their NBA ratings. So, they have all yeah. these seeds. Um, pretty sure Hassan Whiteside was involved in a murdering of some sort. He either murdered somebody on the floor or somebody else murdered him on the court. Um, but if what if they had betting lines for these games? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. But you're basically betting on who you think is smarter, and that could go one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like, I guess maybe. Yeah, I mean, of course. I guess maybe if you could look at a guy and be like, he seems like a 2K guy. But, like, yesterday, DeMarcus Cousins and – Andre Drummond were playing each other, and I didn't actually get to see who won. But I was thinking, Andre Drummond's got to wipe the floor with him, right? There's, like, I've seen Demarcus Cousins all throughout my life, and that guy always seems like he's better, at, or always talks like he's better at video games, and he actually is. That's that guy. He's got big thumbs, big awkward thumbs. Yeah, big thumb guy. A cold, cold weather uh, video game player. <laughs> um. Do you think all are all these guys playing with their own team? No, 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 no. So what they okay, did was they they, they gave them like eight teams to choose from, or however many rounds the tournament is. And once you use yeah. that team, you can't use them anymore. So a lot. Of, okay, so it's like knockout yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So like Trey Young used the Bucks round one, which was a mistake because now he's got to play 
you know, whoever in the quarters, and he's going to have to use, I don't probably like the Pistons or something. Nobody wants to play with the Pistons. Yeah. Nobody wants to play with the Pistons. I'd rather watch a Pistons um, game than uh, play a Pistons game in 2K. And listen, that is saying a hell of a lot. Because they are not fun to watch. Because, yeah, they, and they no. never have been, not since, not since the Golden Days. Yeah, since they were punching people in the face. Yeah, when Ron Artest was Ron Artest, not Meta World Peace. Damn, those were good days. A simpler time. All right, we're going to get to you guys to our interview with – or my interview with Winston Wilcox on the Masters. But, Spencer, I wanted to give you a chance. Uh, did, did you have any thoughts on that, the Masters moving to November 9th? Yeah. The I mean, it shows how dedicated the Masters are and the, the committee that puts that on are to sports. I mean, of course there's money involved, but every other tournament has canceled for the insurance money or has postponed it, and they haven't given any information about where – or when this is going to take place. And the Masters gave us information basically, what was it, a week and a half after they pushed it back? I don't know how long it was, but not long. We Nothing else is, nobody else has a plan or, you know, any kind of intentions. And the Masters told us, you're getting it in November, which I thought good on them. Yeah, I think so too. It may be, maybe, and this is probably wishful thinking, maybe now that the Masters has said it, Maybe one other thing will get set now. Maybe uh, uh, something non-golf, you know what I mean? Like something around that time can get set, and then another sport can then set a date. But the thing that the Masters did, Spencer, which sort of terrifies me, is they keep putting this word, the intended dates. Um, But really, every date ever for any event ever is intended. I think that just means everything's up in the air, you know what I mean? Well, and I asked Winston this, you know, if they don't go November 9th to the 15th, it's getting canceled. Yeah. I mean, it would have It to. won't be postponed again. I mean, that's what – That gives you two masters. That gives you two masters in a span of five months. You don't want it to be two masters in a span of three months. The next time you would be able to play it yeah, in February. Could. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't want to mess up the, the early April start two years in a row. Like, you want the 2021 masters to be as normal yeah. as possible. Um. But I, I'm interested to see some of the early odds are Roy McIlroy as the favorite, eight to one. John Rahm, twelve to one. I like Brooks Kepka at fourteen to one for sure. Tiger Woods, sixteen to one. Slick Rick Fowler, twenty-five to one. So those are some of the betting odds. Didn't um, like, if they cancel the Masters, I, I might just go ahead and quit. Didn't it, it seem like Brooks Kepka was really low? I, I feel like he should be second or third favorite, if not the favorite. And they pushed him way down. It seems like the odds to me are all kind of low. Like Roy McIlroy is the favorite Which, at eight to one. Usually the favorite is sitting at like four or five yeah. to one. And then they work down from there. Uh, Bruce Kepka is third. And he's 14 to yeah. one. I mean, that's pretty wild odds. Yeah, I saw I saw a couple different odds. Somebody had him 16 to one. ESPN had him at 16 to one a day. And then what you sent out was at 14 to one. I Yeah, and Tiger's at 16 to Which, one. I mean, Brooks Kepka has got to have much better odds than Tiger at this point. I would doesn't think, make, yeah. I mean, I would. Doesn't think. really make sense. I, I don't understand the odds. And I'm sure we'll get more clarification on that as we get closer to November. Those are way out. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, and they'll continue to update, yeah. I'm sure. But yeah. Um, all right. I'm good on that. That's all I had to say on the but, Masters. Yeah. Uh, I want uh, some sort of orange or some sort of fall theme i i hope 
they figure something cool out. I saw today, Spencer, people were floating around the idea, you know, on that Saturday, so it would be Saturday, November 14th, you have college football games in Athens, Atlanta, and Statesboro across the state of Georgia. That's going to be interesting. Some people have thought, what if college game day goes to the Masters on that Saturday? Whoa. I was yeah. thinking, why wouldn't you move the Masters up, start it on a Monday, and finish on a Thursday? Because the Masters ain't changing for nobody, yeah. my man. They're, everyone else is going to change for them. Yeah. Makes sense. Hopefully, hopefully the Braves will have a game that day as well. Uh, that would be awesome. If I was Major League Baseball, I would certainly think about trying to at least schedule the Braves to be on the road for that weekend because that will be a nightmare Dear Lord. in Atlanta. Just give us baseball at uh, that point. That's true. I don't give a rip yeah. about the nightmare in Atlanta as long as I can watch yeah. it on TV. Whoa, man. November right. baseball. Uh, we're going to get you guys <laughs> – very, very, very true. Uh, let's go. Let's get them to our interview with Winston Wilcox. Winston from the Augusta Chronicle will talk a little more about the Masters for 10 minutes. Um, and then the episode will wrap up. Thank you guys for listening to episode five. Uh, tell your friends and wash your hands, you filthy animals. All right. We're joined now by Winston Wilcox of the Augusta Chronicle. Winston has been working on the story about the match scheduled uh, for early November. Winston, thank yeah, you for joining us. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me, Travis. So you've obviously had, you know, your hands full. You've been working hard and getting this story put together since the news broke Monday morning. Um, I guess for you, what have you heard about how they went about picking the November 9th through 15th date, what went into that decision and kind of why did they pick um, that? You know, the biggest reason they went with the, with the decision of the fall um, is I'm, I'm sure they probably didn't want to um, absolve the tournament altogether. And, uh, you know, the golf club actually closes um, during most of the summer months. Uh, it actually closes shortly after the Masters tournament reopens up in the fall. Um, so and reopens up to his members, obviously, uh, in the fall. So it kind of made sense that if they were going to reschedule it, it would be in the fall. Um, and, you know, they uh, the, the club announced in their release um, that, you know, the biggest reason uh, was that I would like to think that it's far enough in advance that, you know, most of the coronavirus stuff should, you know, start to, um, as they say, flatten the curve by then. The curve should be uh, more than flattened uh, by around that time and uh, would be a lot more safe um, for a tournament that obviously draws a lot of uh, domestic and uh, international attention. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things I was thinking right when they announced the date and they keep putting this word intended in there. And, and for obvious reasons, obviously, they don't know what's going to happen, you know, down the line. And I guess none of us really do with this coronavirus thing. But I guess f for you, do you think that there'll be some major differences in kind of the way patrons and fans, I guess they're called patrons at Augusta national and kind of how they'll be allowed to view the tournament or will it just be business as usual? Um, I'd, I'd be naive to say it'd be business as usual because business as usual will be April <laughs> where it's, you know, a, 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 around yeah, that time true. where, you know, everybody's expecting, you know, first full week of April, we know we, um, businesses you know prepare themselves for it and such um but i definitely think it will be a, uh, a, a it'll be a ripple but i think it'll definitely be doable for it to be in in the fall i think now um 
you know, with businesses, um, you know, kind of taking taking time off um, through the through the shelter in place that's in uh, for non essential businesses. I think this will probably be a lot of time that they um, start to evaluate how they want to go about, um, you know, preparing for a a a a, a influx of patrons um, and and consumers um, into the area. Uh, during a um, generally quieter time uh, between the, the, the two times that, you know, this tournament is going to happen from historically in April to, you know, tentatively in, in November. And I, I know that you probably don't know this for a fact because uh, I haven't seen any, any kind of announcement about it or anything, but w- would the Masters ever consider having their tournament without patrons, without patrons attending? Um, that I, I I really couldn't comment on. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure that they probably discussed that potential back um, in in March when they were deciding whether to postpone and how they were going to go about it. Um, right. I, I don't remember if they actually did come out and say that they were going to have it without patrons first, or if they just immediately said that we're going to continue monitoring monitoring monitoring. Um, you know what's what's ha- what's happening with uh, COVID nineteen, and then make a decision later on. Um, I don't remember if they if they said anything official, but I do know that, um, you know, they, you know, originally obviously said that, you know, they're going to go with it and then they postponed it on March 13th. And then, you know, they gave us a new date. So um, I don't know if there was ever any discussions um, about uh, a potentially uh, having a tournament with no patrons uh, whatsoever. Um, but I'm sure that was probably in some of the behind the scenes discussions um, because, you know, it was like I'd like to think not an easy decision at all to postpone from an April tradition, let alone finding, you know, a, a, a a feasible date, a potential date um, that could make it kind of go somewhat uh, seamless, if you will. And we, and we obviously know that Augusta national kind of, it's, it's not kind of, it is its own brand and kind of its own governing body there, but they're going to defer to health officials um, along the way, uh, have you heard or, or seen or, or gathered any kind of information about the way that Augusta as a city uh, has reacted to this new date? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that as a city that Augusta is pretty ecstatic that there's a new date set. Uh, yeah, you know, it's actually funny you say that. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, um, but there's actually a story on our website, um, you know, kind of uh, doing a um, – you know, local reach out to, you know, how businesses um, are going to, you know, react and kind of handle uh, switching to a to a November Masters. Um, if you go on the site, it should be one of the first things you see there. So, um, you know, I haven't gone and, and, and looked at it, um, you know, yet, but, you know, I was planning on because I just saw that it was up there. Uh, I was planning on going and reading and kind of getting informed about, you know, what the rest of the um, area is going to do aside from the, you know, the golf club announcing, hey, we're doing this in November. Here's how we're going to prepare. You know, like you said, how is the rest of the city going to prepare um, and rest of the, you know, Metro Augusta area going to prepare for, um, you know, a, a, a big time tournament in November, uh, generally when uh, it's kind of, you know, football season, specifically high school football season around here. So and, you know, gotten a chance to check that out yet um, to see specifically what, you know, businesses and, and, and metro area um, consumers are going to be doing. But, you know, there is something out there on our website, um, you know, talking about, you know, I guess what the um, immediate thoughts are going to be about trying to handle um, a major tournament uh, in November. 
Yeah, that'll certainly be interesting. I know if if I'm a high school football coach, I'm immediately trying to move my well, bye it's, week. It's, it's uh, funny you say that. Uh, I believe, um, don't quote me on this, I believe that weekend either before or after, not not after, I'm sorry, that the weekend before or during um, the Masters is the first weekend of the GHSA playoffs. Uh, I'm, wow. I, like that, I said, don't quote me, right. but if my memory serves me correct, that first weekend um, in, in November is is yeah, you know, right, right after the the um the the time change. I believe that the weekend after is is right when the GHSA playoffs start. So that will that will be very interesting. Um, with you know a, a lot of area teams, most of the teams playing in the first round is when you have generally your biggest you know, group of teams playing. So that'll definitely be interesting from that perspective and, you know, what that'll do for traveling to the games and such. Right. Um, all right, one yeah. more for you, Winston. Uh, I touched on this earlier. All the announcements and stuff keep saying intended. Um, and I guess that leaves a little wiggle room for Augusta National. Um, in your opinion, do you think that if they were to have to move this date again, would that probably lead to a cancellation in your opinion or do you think that there's even a way that they could push it back again uh somehow and still get the master in my in? opinion i i don't see any other date really working out um if you think about it yeah november is, is you know the the target date that they're working to, to make happen if that doesn't happen you know you have now five months until the next masters tournament mind you there are several other tournaments you know that are going on um, in between, you know, those times and, 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 and things that are, right. that are, you know, already scheduled that it would just be so hard that, you know, this was probably the best time to do it. Um, that made it a little bit easier, um, in terms of what's to, you know, um, um, look forward to the rest of the golf season, the rest of the PGA, uh, season. Um, so, you know, I think it'll be very interesting, um, having a November masters, but I, I think if, if they end up having to move away from the November nine through 15 anticipated date, um, I personally just don't see how they find another date um, that's far enough in advance um, that, you know, it's not almost back to back, um, but you can still, you know, I guess, find a way to get it in. Awesome. Winston, and um, you want to tell everyone how they can follow you online and how they can uh, yeah, uh, read y'all stuff? My, my Twitter handle is at Winston W underscore. That's at W-Y-N-S-T-O-N-W underscore. Um, I've been following, um, kind of as much as I can, uh, as the national puts out, uh, you know, their press releases. Um, and, uh, you can follow me on Twitter there. Uh, you can go to Augusta Chronicle.com, uh, which has, you know, information regarding, um, you know, master stuff. And we've been uh, on top of, you know, trying to keep the area and, and, you know, country, um, informed about you know everything that's been going on with this along with COVID as well um COVID-19 so uh you can again head over to more coverage at the augustachronicle.com website and there's uh, some you know limited coverage on augusta.com which is the master site um that we have uh so if you can go, you can go to both both of those sites um for kind of breaking news more so augusta.com um and augustachronicle.com for uh all the uh, developing news um, about you know what the area what what's what is going to mean for the area um, hosting a, a tournament in November. Awesome, Winston. Well, listen, we appreciate Absolutely. it. Keep working Thank hard, you, man. Yep. Thanks. Bye.